I wanted to ask you a couple things about the inside linebacker position. Um, first, I was wondering uh, if you have any update on Blake Martinez, where he's at, and if you know when he's going to be able to come back. And, and then a guy, uh, Carter Coughlin, I know you guys moved him inside, and he's been getting a lot of reps. Like, what, what have you seen out of him so far? Yes, yeah, so I'll start with Blake first. Uh, Blake's back with us in the building today. He's, you know, he's his normal self, smiling ear to ear, being back with the team. He's always a lot of fun to have around. He's always got a good comment, but definitely a guy who communicates a lot in the meeting, so that's been beneficial having him back already. Uh, in terms of where and he'll be on the field with us, the plan right away is get him with the trainers and uh, continue his kind of ramp up and build him back physically. When we, when we know he's ready to go, we'll get him back on the field. Uh, in terms of Carter, you know, Carter's a young player that you know we're looking to go ahead and just find as much versatility as we can from him. Uh, last year, he gave us some contributions on the edge, worked on special teams for us, did a good job there. You know, we talked in the offseason about you know working him some in the stack as an inside linebacker. That's something we've challenged him with. He still has some outside responsibilities as well based on the package and call we're in. But Carter's actually flashed pretty positively in these first few days. You know, I think a lot of the guys have done some positive things, and that builds on how we can use different guys that are skill sets. You know, being a new position for Carter, we understand there's going to be a learning curve at times. Uh, but look, one thing he does is he plays aggressive and he plays instinctual. So, you know, he puts himself in position, you know, to be competitive on every practice. So we're just looking for constant improvement him day by day. But, you know, so far, everything that Kevin's asking him to do is an inside or outside linebacker, you know, he's embracing. Kevin Zero. Yeah, Joe, um, with regard to Andrew Thomas, I'm just kind of curious, you know, when these kids come in and are drafted so high, you know, there's so much pressure on them and, and eyeballs on them. I wonder what your impression was on how he did perform last year and and if you're already seeing in this offseason kind of a different, you know, guy that's a little bit more in tune with the system and whatnot for, you know, as you, as you move into this camp. Yeah, I think one thing about Andrew is he's always kind of the same person. That's one thing. He's very, very steady. Uh, obviously, last year as a rookie, like all rookies, there's definitely a learning curve. And that learning curve includes how to manage, you know, the external expectations and noise. Um, but I'd say for Andrew, one thing he's done a really good job of is really buying into just focusing one day at a time of having a narrow focus and understanding what the goal at hand is for that day. You know, he's a very conscientious person. He's a really good teammate. He's a very hard worker. Uh, you definitely see some of the growth that he showed last year showing up. Uh, but then again, like all other players, it's early in training camp, and there's a lot of fundamentals that we have to constantly, you know, work on with all of our players to keep building in that muscle memory that we've lost over this time away. He's no different from any player in that regard, uh, although he works extremely hard with it, and every day he flashes several things that you say, okay, that's why this guy was, you know, such a gifted athlete growing up. Chris. Hey, Coach, you got a young cornerback, uh, a draft pick with Darius Williams, been a nice player. I say he seems to be a young man that oozes with confidence. Can you talk about him, what you've seen out of him, and um, can you give a little update on Lorenzo Carter, too? Yeah, so I'll start with Zoe. I mean, uh, Zoe right now is working with the trainers. Uh, we'll see where he is in terms of practice coming up. Today's a walkthrough. Uh, so I'll meet with the trainers later this afternoon. We have a list of players that may or may not be involved tonight. Uh, but Zoe, you know, has been with the trainers the last couple of days, working extremely hard with them. He's obviously got coming off an injury last year that, you know, as we get him going through football, this training camp, we've also got to manage him a little bit, make sure that we just keep tabs on his body to make sure as we get to the season that he can stay on the field consistently for us. And his health's our number one priority. In terms of Rowe, uh, look, Rowe's a guy that's come in. Uh, he's got a lot of instincts. He's got good size and length, shows good speed. He's got instincts for the ball and shows good hands. So he's a guy that's shown up positively in a lot of practice as far as getting hands on ball. I think like all rookies, again, there's a learning curve for this guy. The big thing is understanding the scheme and the concepts right now. But he's doing a really good job with Jerome of working on his fundamentals and going forward. And this guy's making gains every day. You know, you can see that one thing he does do that's positive, he learns not only from his own mistakes, he learns from the other guy's mistakes too. So as you sit in meetings, it's important 
not to go ahead and repeat a mistake that someone else got corrected on. Brock, thanks. Joe, is, is Zoe's uh, injury due to his uh, Achilles, or is it something else? Yeah, I'm not going to go any specific medical diagnosis. Um, it's not a re-aggravation of anything he's done before, though, to be honest with you, Tom. Um, we're just going to be careful with a few things right there. And with anyone coming off an injury like he was, that we're just making sure that we have a plan entering training camp how to handle him throughout it. So, you know, with him and several other guys coming off injury, there's going to be periods within this training camp that, you know, you're going to see a little bit less of him at times, and then you're going to see a lot of him. So right now he's in one of those periods accompanied with something else that happened in practice. And uh, can you talk a little bit about Todd Davis, who you just brought in? Yeah, look, we're really uh, we're looking forward to getting him on the field. He just signed with us, so uh, we're excited about that. He'll come in and you know compete with the other linebackers of the position and work through his defense responsibilities as well as roles in the kicking game. You know, got to meet with him today, sit down face to face, and have a good conversation. Liked his energy. Um, I've known him as a player in the league for some time, but uh, made a good first impression personality wise, and uh, I'm excited to get him on the field. Jordan, hey Joe. Curious what you think of the assessment that maybe the uh, the defense has gotten better, the offense so far early in camp, and how much do you maybe expect that to be the case? Or, or I know some people always say, you know, the defense is ahead early in camp than, than the offenses. I think we all have plenty to work on right now, Jordan. So in terms of who's ahead of someone one way or another, I'm watching tape every day and just looking at what corrections we have to make, what we have to improve on, what fundamentals need to be honed in, and how our conditioning is as a team. So in terms of who's ahead, offense or defense, you know, that, that's going to go back and forth at different times day to day. So to me, that's not some kind of an assessment or status of the team of who's winning offense or defense. To me, it's about getting everybody on the same page and moving. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I just say, look, at this point right here, uh, the defense made some positive plays yesterday. We've got to make sure that we have a positive day today and what we're doing and we build towards next week. Were you happy with what you saw from the offense the last couple of days? It looked like after practice yesterday, they kind of huddled up as a group. Uh, instead of like breaking before they broke down kind of into uh, individual positions. Yeah, that's not uncommon on any side of the ball to go ahead and group together as a unit. We meet as a team at the end of practice, go through really it's more logistics than anything else. It's not a state of the union. We make sure the players are on the same page schedule wise and a couple tips and reminders of what to do before the next meeting comes up. So there's nothing uncommon about whether it's Pat or Jason or T-Mac grabbing a unit and addressing them directly right away after something may have happened, good or bad, or just a reminder leading into what they have to work on later that afternoon. So I wouldn't read too far into that. That's something that's very commonplace. Uh, the coordinators are always going to address their units collectively. we got time for two more, Schwartz. Ed, Schwartz. Hey, Joe. Hey, um, hey, when, when you, um, you've said many, many times that you don't care, you know, a guy's pedigree, first-round pick, third-round pick, you know, free agent. You know, when they come into your facility, you look at them all the same, pretty much. Um, when you look at a guy like John Ross, I mean, he everyone knows his background and how high he was drafted. Do you see some of that in him and say, oh, I see why this guy was a former first-round draft pick? And do those kind, kind of guys get more chances because of that? I'm not going to comment on any other organization in terms of what they're going to give opportunities for based on some kind of status. Um, but I can, you know, reconfirm what you said. Look, I don't care how you got here. I really don't. I don't care if you're a first-round free agent, vet, rookie, traded, whatever it is. It doesn't matter to us. Once you get in here, this is a land of opportunity. Best players will play. All right? You've got to show consistent dependability and production All right, throughout training camp to show that we can count on you. We're going to keep the best 53 players. I don't care what your history is. Now, in terms specific to John, I've seen a lot of things in terms of how he's working and producing on the field, and there's been a lot of encouraging things to build on. Obviously, he has elite speed, 
and obviously he's a very good athlete. But there's a lot of fast guys. I mean, over in Tokyo, there's a lot of guys around handing batons off to each other. You know, can't help you on the field. Uh, I think John's definitely you know got a skill set that he does a good job of combining you know that speed and athleticism with football instincts. So, in terms of what may have happened anywhere else with any player. I'm not concerned about that. I know John's on our team now. I'm happy to have him here. And, uh, you know, he's on a fresh start with us. So I'm looking forward to working with him throughout the remainder of training camp and then into the season. Thanks. Last one here. Ed. Hey, Coach. Um, wanted to ask you about Brett Heggie. He's one of only three undrafted guys that, uh, that you signed. Um, what do you like about the kid? And, you know, he's getting a lot of opportunities right now with Jonathan Harrison out. Um, what has he shown you so far? Well, I like the way he works, and that's in a meeting and on the field, you know, and you can tell a lot about the demeanor of young players with how they handle correction. Obviously, as a rookie, there's going to be a lot of correction. That's not any fault of Brett or any of the rookie right away. It's just the nature. They don't know it all yet, and they've got to keep learning and experiencing it. One thing I like is he responds to correction the right way. Um, he's looking to do it exactly the way, you know, the coaches want him to do it within our concept and schemes. And that's something that's a challenge sometimes with different players from different places because they come and they have a way they've been successful at doing something. And they have to understand that the technique may be a little bit different how it fits in the big picture. Uh, but I like the way he works. He's a tough dude. He's got a lot of mental intensity about him. He's smart. He communicates well. It kind of helps with the center position, obviously. Uh, but the one thing that stands out about him so far is just his commitment to improving his work ethic. You know, he's that quiet guy that when he's away from the coaches, you can kind of catch him come around the corner and he's, you know, holding court a little bit. But, you know, he's a he's a good student in the classroom. He's a hard worker on the field.